What's going on? Uh, here we are doing another uh, memorial tribute for a dead brother, huh? Yeah, well, the ironic part is this one. It's not a shock. No, it, you know, you know, the guy, uh, the guy was given months to live years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you almost have to, you know, you don't want to say he was, he was lucky for the time that he got, but at the same time, I mean, you know, he was, uh, just turned 73 and, uh, yeah, yeah. Four days before he died. I'm 59. And from where I'm sitting, that ain't that far off, man. (laughs) Well, if, if, if people would understand, like, you know, when, you know, when old people die, and I don't mean old people as in you, but you know, I get what when old saying. people die, who are, you know what I'm saying? I do. Well, I'm old too, man. I'm not young. You no, know, you're not I'm in my forties, man. I, there was somebody on Instagram that hit me up. I was like, Oh shit, man. I, uh, only listen to you guys on Insta or on uh, Spotify. And uh, I thought you were way younger. I'm like, oh, yeah? He goes, yeah, I thought you were in your 20s. I'm like, oh, well, how old do I look? Oh, it's like early 50s. I'm like, God damn, dude. I need to quit drinking. Jesus, fuck. Wow. I, you know, I get it the other way, brother. When they find out how old I am, they, they go, wow, no, there's no way you're, you're that old tank. So well, it's a gray beard is what it is. Yeah, well, you know, your hair's people, not gray yet all the way. It is on the sides, but yeah, well, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, it just, man, genetics. I don't want to tell you. It just is what it is. Who cares? You know? Who cares, really? And long and short. Well, I don't. I mean, that's why I've never dyed any of my shit because it's like, fuck it. I've earned this gray hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pops never did either. <laughs> no. And that's, and that's sort of the thing. I mean, Pops literally, you know, he lived multiple different life lives. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. Hey, Pops, Pops lived every ounce of life. Oh, yeah. I mean, he never, ever fucking stopped. I mean, and I, I know I say I mean a lot, but it's hard to put into words to, to describe the man. It's like, uh, he, uh, he went from one extreme to another at the drop of a hat. And what I mean by that is he would be the reckless cutthroat rebel without a cause to be in this caring, help person out family, man, you know, and then everywhere in between. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he, he was, he was everything that he said he was. And then so. Yeah. Hmm. So when we met pops, he was pops is, what we called them in the BIC and the brothers and James motorcycle club, Janesville, Wisconsin. Um, and, uh, he was a local biker dude that just hung out at the same bars we did and everybody yeah. knew him because he's been around for fucking ever. Yeah. I was going to say, I knew him well before I knew anybody in the club. Yeah. I mean, me too. Yeah. And, uh, he, uh, He always had a joke. 
Always. He had the joke of the day. Yep. Always. He was always on his bike. Man didn't own a car. Yeah, I got a picture of his bike covered in snow sitting behind Hammy's. <laughs> yeah. Man didn't own a car. Man uh, is a snowbird of sorts. You know, when it got cold outside in his retirement age, he uh, just jammed down to South Carolina because he knew people in South Carolina. So, yeah. beginning of every October, we'd uh, he'd go down to October or he'd go down to South Carolina. And then in April, he'd come back. He'd come back up. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he always had that smile, man. You know, I mean, we're doing this podcast. It's been two whole days since he's died, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's still fresh, but, you know, like I said, everybody kind of expected it. So episode 15, we did it. We did a podcast with him. Yeah. And, you know, typical pop fashion you know he bitched about the government he bitched about you know the younger generation being a bunch of pussies and blah 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 and uh what people don't understand is is that a few months before that he had a bad spill visiting you in florida and uh he cracked his skull open yeah like straight up you know brains fucking poking through his fucking shit i mean i saw him i saw him within about five hours of having that wreck i remember making that drive up to gainesville and seeing his busted ass laying there in the hot hospital bed had a complete conversation with him for an hour he doesn't even remember he was so high on drugs right and i mean (laughs) not only that but that's when they found out that he had a brain tumor like uh right around that same time he did the podcast Yep. Yep. That was actually, I think within, within probably a week. Yeah. That he, uh, yeah. So go ahead. No, I was going to say that podcast was unique too, because it was one of the first times we tried shooting with two cameras and it didn't work out and it didn't work out. And so it was just him the whole time. Right. Yeah. He was also there when we did Hollywood. So I think we did Hollywood was, uh, like number 13 or something. And Pops was in the background. Actually, Pops he was, was 14. Pops was 15. Hollywood was 14. Was 14. Were, yep. Recorded on the exact same day. And now if I recall, Pops was probably in the background of probably a couple dozen of these things that we did. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, you, you look at certain episodes and that we did in 2020 where we were at the clubhouse, you could hear him in the background. Or he'd be in and out or he'd walk through the camera and say goodbye to us or say hello when he got there. Yeah. I mean... He he was always around. He was ubiquitous, man, with the club. I mean, and the motorcycle scene in Janesville, Rock County. Right. Like, he made every fucking ride. And he... So, here's how I... You know, and I'm trying to, like, not get on my soapbox about the younger generation. But I have to. Pops cracked his skull open. And literally... You had to fight him not to ride a motorcycle again before the doctors right because his bike was totaled, right? <laughs> his fucking motorcycle was fucking totaled. And he was already trying to figure out how to get it fixed before he got out of the fucking hospital. Yeah, yeah. Betty, and then Betty, once, Betty Boop. <laughs> and then and then once the bike was fucking totaled, which by the way, that was like 
I, what, how many numbers of wrecks is that that with that particular fucking ultra classic fucking in? Uh, I mean, it had God, over five, I think, it, close to three hundred thousand fucking miles on it. Yeah, one engine rebuild. Oh three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he gets this trike because he realizes that at his age, because not only did he have brain cancer, but his back was fused, so he would have to eat magical fudge just to keep riding for long distances because his back was fused, cemented, the whole shebang. Uh, a couple years before that, he had chunks of his lung taken out because they had polyps on it. Um, Wait, I, I don't know how twice, many stents. Twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. I don't know how many stents he had, but he had uh. quite a few stents. And, uh, yeah, I mean... You remember the one time we uh, he had the, the the one brain surgery and then uh, he was up in the up in the I mean it's almost that hotel up in the hospital and so yeah. he he wanted to see the club remember that so we all we rode we rode Hold over on. there pause this all right edit this shit out somebody's here I got to do shit yeah I'll edit it out Mario's here plowing snow. Oh, okay. Anyway, I mean, so it, this is the this is the second time he had his melon open in ten months' time. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I remember that we uh, we had the whole club there, so we decided to go up there on that Sunday afternoon. It was like ninety five degrees. Remember that? Hard mm -hmm. hell. We're standing out on the freaking tarmac. We look up there, and all of a sudden, we see this naked, bony, white ass looking back down from the window the dirty fucker mooned us but uh i mean he had so much fight in him man i mean he had that first surgery he was up at uw and uh 48 hours man from we're talking 48 hours this guy had his melon open 
They took took that tumor out. He's calling me up on the phone. He's feisty as, as hell. Tank, it's, it's pops. Yeah, get me out of here, God damn it! Get me out of here, motherfucker! I'm not going to stay in this house anymore. They won't let me have a cigarette. I can't do this. The nurses are. They got a security guard on my room. Like, brother, hold on, hold on, man, hold on. You know, I, what, what's going on? What's going on? God damn it, I don't want to be up here. You come and pick me up. God damn, pick me up. I'll be, you'll love me because I'll be the one walking down goddamn, goddamn uh, Park Street in Madison with my ass hanging out because I've got the Johnny on. <laughs> like, brother, hold on, man. <laughs> Two days after having his melon open. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and that well, that was, yeah, just one of many so, stories about Brother Pops. <laughs> well, one of the things that you know I want to talk about is, uh, and if you hear that, that's snowplow outside because it snowed. But uh, anyways, so after his first brain surgery in 2020, he uh. He had that, what, August? Yeah, yeah, August. Normally, he goes down to South Carolina in October. And they kind of told him, hey, you know, uh, there's no way you're going to be able to do that. And, of course, he's fighting. He's being stubborn. He decides to go anyways. So he gets down there. Buys a plane ticket. No, 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 no. Oh, right. That's right. He rode his bike down there. That's right. He rode his bike down there. He said, fuck the doctors. Fuck everybody. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking off. I'm not, I hate snow. I hate winter. I hate life. Fuck you. He went down there. That's right. Then he had to bail. And, well, uh, what happened was, is, is he that was brought back up north. He, well, uh, when Erica and his daughter, you know, uh, went down to see him, they realized he had to come back up because yep, he yep. needed... I mean, he's in South Carolina, and he doesn't have any of his doctors down there. He doesn't have any sort of, uh, you know, health care down there. So they brought him back. They brought him back on an airplane. Okay. Fast forward, we get into May. He's like, hey, I need my motorcycle. It's down there in South Carolina, so I'm going to go get it. No, 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 no. You can't ride. You can't do it. We'll figure out a way to get a truck and trailer. He's like, uh, yeah, well, you fuckers are taking – Motherfucker buys a plane ticket on his own. Yeah. <laughs> finds a ride to O'Hare in Chicago. Then yeah. proceeds to fly down to South Carolina, get his bike, and ride, ride it, it back to Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> All with everybody saying that he's not even supposed to, you know, drive a car. Yeah. Let alone ride a motorcycle across the country. Yeah. Because that's who the fuck Pops was. Pops never missed an event unless he was in the hospital. Yeah, you're right. I remember when he had his lung issue and he had his uh, heart issue and whatever brain issue, he was here. He would show up one way or the other. He never missed a fucking thing. Nope. He would get pissed if people didn't tell him about shit. Even if it was just a Sunday ride to some neighboring city to go to some neighboring bar. You yep. get pissed if you didn't let him know. So yeah. I mean, yeah. When I when I bitch about the you know the new generation because guys like pops are they're a dying breed. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing it. 
you know, the dedication to being rock solid is just few and far between. I'm not saying everybody, I'm not saying everybody who's under the age of whatever is a piece of shit. I'm not saying that, but guys like pops are definitely not common anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's guys in this fucking club that if they have a fucking hangnail, they'll fucking be like, Oh man, I can't make it. I'm sorry. I got, you know, this hangnail and it's really killing me. And I just can't, you know, dude, you're a bitch. You know, fucking Pops would put an oxygen tank in his fucking bike and fucking ride 600 fucking miles in one direction. You know, he didn't give a shit. You know, and that's what, you know, to be honest with you, that's who I take a lot of my inspiration from when it comes to doing shit. You know, when it comes to club stuff, when it comes to motorcycle riding, it's Pops. Because rain or shine, cold or hot, didn't matter. He was, he was going. Didn't matter. We're going. Yeah. You know? I remember he used to have an ice vest that he would wear in the summertime because, you know, with all his ailments, like the heat really kicked his ass. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. So he would have an ice vest that he would wear just so he could be with the, be with the dudes, yeah, you know, be with the fellas. Body core temperature. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's guys who won't show up for a fucking ride because they're hung over. Yeah. You know, I post the pictures on, you know, Facebook, Instagram and shit. And yeah, you could throw them in here, but there's a picture of us underneath the fucking overpass. And uh, the reason why we had to stop is because pops needed to stop. We were riding in horizontal rain. We're somewhere in Kentucky in a construction zone. Uh, it's, it was, it was, well, I, I, well, I could tell you the exact date, but I won't because it's my fucking birthday. But it's early October. Um, so it's like 40-something degrees outside, 48, 49, maybe 50, you know. So we're all cold and tired. He had to stop. Especially the probate who only had a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, his asshole sponsor told him that we were just taking a little jaunt. Anyways, so we're in somewhere... <coughs> I don't know, by Indianapolis. And he had to stop. So he pulls over underneath the overpass. And the only reason he had to stop is so he could get a little piece of that magical fudge because his back was starting to really fucking bother him. Yeah. Because, you know, that summer he just had, like, most of it fused together. We're all, shit, 30 years younger than him, 20 years, 50 years, or, well, not 50, uh, 40 years younger than him. Yeah, And we're just lucky he stopped because we were cold and tired because we had just ridden, you know, however many fucking miles in some of the worst conditions that you could possibly ride in. And all he wanted to do is get a chunk of fudge and take a break for a minute. And then it was right back on the scooters, jamming south. You know, he was our road captain. Yeah. He would fix bikes on the side of the, I mean, he had everything you would need and he would talk to us about cans of tuna in the saddlebags that you want to keep that just in case something happens and you know, you don't get food. And he always had all these little, all these little uh, bits of knowledge they would share with you. There wasn't a road in Southern Wisconsin. That guy didn't know. There wasn't a road in most of this country that he didn't know. Fuck. He did time in Colorado for stealing cars. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he sure did. There was a I club, mean, the club that he was in before this one. Well, let me rephrase. 
the club that he was in back in the day. And he talks about it a little bit, a little bit in the last podcast. And we're not going to name that club because they're still around and not in our area. No, not well. Not well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just say this. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say a little bit, not a whole lot. And once I say what I say, you'll understand why. There is an episode of Gangland. Yeah, the history show Gangland. An episode of Gangland about his former club. When he was in it. When he was in it. Yeah. <laughs> and shit got real. And he pretty much told those guys, you know what? You guys are fucking up. Fuck you. Yeah. The reason why I bring it up is because Pops went a really long time without being in an MC. He just wanted to be an independent, do his, do his own thing. But he saw what we were doing. We used to help him out whenever we could. He's got family ties into the club. And, uh, yeah, he just wanted to be a part of it. And as soon as he became a part of it, he made it most of his life. He was a diehard, dedicated member. I wish I had 20 more fucking pops in this club. Yeah, he was a really retire- retiree when he, when he started the whole prospect thing. He was in his late 60s when he started coming yeah. around and riding with us. Yeah. He had yeah. already fucking lived the fucking MC life. He had already done his fucking due diligence and been the hardcore guy and proven his mettle. I mean, we used to say fucking pops had more miles backing into curbs than most dudes have on their yeah. fucking life. Yeah. 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 And we, and we, we, we really didn't, we didn't mess with him. He was kind of taboo. We weren't going to, he was a prospect, but we really didn't fuck with him. And that kind of pissed him off a little. Um, he, he, like he wanted to be messed with because he wanted to be thought of, as just, you know, who he was and, you know, just a regular guy that could handle it. But then by the same token, he kind of didn't want to go through some of the shit because of his age. And I remember the day that uh, we patched him in, he, uh, we put him through, through his paces, if you remember. Um, and uh, <laughs> he thought we were just fucking with him. We had him doing all sorts of different stuff. He thought we were just fucking with him. And then uh, I'll never forget, man, when he came out, Hector finding his, his club cut and chop was the first one to, to greet him as he walked out the door with a, with a grin on his face and tears in his eyes. I've got a picture of that. I can put up. Yeah. Do, do all of that. I've got, I've got a, a actual picture of that moment. And, uh, but, you know, yeah. I used to fucking, I used to fuck with him all the time, but I didn't fuck with him as far as like, you know, you know, making him do anything fucking stupid or some, you know, cleaning up anything, but oh, that's what I know, mean, yeah. You know, he would he would say, hey, you know, you know, you guys can make me do stuff, and I'm like, dude, you know, this is like a whole make a wish type deal, right? You know, yeah, we're just yeah. you know make a wish for pops. He wants to be in an MC, you know, fuck, you know. And I used to fuck with him all the time when he would bitch about the TV where he couldn't find something on the on the TV, you know, at the clubhouse, you know, because there was too many buttons on the remote, too many damn buttons. <laughs> that's right. And yeah, I can't see the buttons. goddamn thing. Take I can see the goddamn buttons. Just change the goddamn thing for me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. I mean, he was, yeah, he was just one of those guys, man. Yeah, he uh, came you know, down, <laughs> came down to visit me in Florida there that week, you know, before he had that last accident. For the last time, actually, when he, he was, he rode two wheels. Yeah. When he was on Betty Boop, and we uh, we went to the Mayaka State State Park, 
where you can go and see live alligators in the wild. They're all over the place. They just kind of roam freely. And I kept trying to try to talk him in. There's this big 13-footer, huge monster. And I kept trying to talk him into walking down and patting it on so I can get a picture and put it up on the <laughs> on the social media. I swear that motherfucker thought about it for a second. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was there was no there was no quit in that man. No. There was no even, quit. Even when the quit was staring him in the face. So The last time he rode his bike, um, he rode it down to our Thanksgiving day on a party, whatever you want to call it. It was just, just us, you know, it wasn't open to the public. It was just, you know, our Thanksgiving for the BIC type shit. And uh, it was shit. I don't know, upper thirties, you know, this is a week before Thanksgiving. Yeah. He rode down on his bike and, uh, he couldn't ride it back. So I had to ride his bike back for him because I say, hey, you know, I got you. Got a ride from another guy. Because, by the way, he was the only one that rode down here. You know, all these other young spry guys. And that, well, to be fair, I was out riding all day. And uh, I had actually went home and I ditched my bike for the truck because I knew, you know, it's going to get down into the 20s by the time I leave the clubhouse. So fuck it. I'm just going to go get my truck. And, uh, but I rode his bike back to, uh, back to his house. Hmm. So yeah, you know, it's just, you knew the end was near because he couldn't ride his bike back home. Yeah. Last time he was down at the clubhouse for our Christmas party, you know, he sat on, there's a love seat directly in front of me. And that was his, uh, or a couch rather. And uh, yeah, gonna say that, that was yeah. his couch, you know? Yeah, yeah. You'd always see him in there laying on the couch and he just lets you know, oh, I'm taking a break. I'm taking a break, you know? Cause he'd been out all day, be bopping around, fucking around. He woke up in the morning, he would down a five hour energy and then he'd jump on his scooter and go see what the local people were doing. He had a routine, man. He visited people all over Rock County every day. All over. All over every, every day, not even just this county. I mean, I I meant towards the end. Well, not even towards the end. I was just talking to somebody from another club this past Saturday, and they were, you know, once they heard the news, they were broken up about. It. He's like, man, you know how many times me and that old man sat at Farmers, which is the county over, and just shot the shit for hours. And I was like, yeah. I mean, that's who Pops was, man. He just bebopped around and. He'd swing into a bar and just start shooting the shit with anybody who would talk to him or whatever, you know, and, you know, when he, uh, towards the end there, man, he couldn't ride. He couldn't do shit. He's still feister in hell, man. He didn't want to be helped up off the couch. He didn't want to be pampered. He was, you know, ornery and smoking cigarettes and didn't give a shit, you know, his get out of my way. You know, I remember, uh, the birthday before, you know, not this past one, but last year's birthday, we had a party for him at, uh, at his daughter's house. And I had a, I got him a card and it said, fuck everybody right on the front of it. And it said, except for you, happy birthday. He laughed about that for probably a good hour. 
he kept saying how great it was and yada, yada, yada. Because that was always his fucking attitude. He never fucking slowed down. He never chilled out. He was, he was the same fucking, same fucking guy he always was. When, uh, when we went up to see Chop the one last time up in Madison. So uh, <clears throat> it was he and I and uh, another club brother were back at the, at the hotel. You guys were walking back. We had taken the shuttle. Yeah. And he was getting impatient, if you remember, because, I mean, he did not like to ride with clears or yellows. He, he rode with sunglasses. Well, because the guy also had fucking bad cataracts. And couldn't see yeah. fucking shit. That's right. And <laughs> let's be honest, Pops, you know, he didn't have exactly a 401k or a savings built up because, well, he lived the, he lived life to the fullest forever. Oh. And uh, long story short, when it came time to get prescription glasses because he couldn't fucking see for shit, he opted for sunglasses only. That's right. Because that's all he could afford. And he figured, well, I'm always on the scooter. I need sunglasses more than I need regular glasses. So the only prescription glasses he had, and that motherfucker, they used to call him Blind Man before we called him Pops. Yeah. And uh, he always wore his fucking sunglasses. And that's it, why it, most of the... No, well, go ahead, man. That's why most of the pictures you see him in, he's always wearing his sunglasses. Yeah, and, uh, and, and it's not like, you know, he wouldn't, I mean, obviously, you know, it got dark, dark, he'd be at home, but it's not like when the sundown had stopped him, because he used to just say, just, you know, just keep it going, motherfucker, I'll follow your taillights. <laughs> but uh, getting back to that whole thing with Chop, you know, I mean, here he is, I mean, this was just, you know, this past summer, and he was getting ornery, the sun was starting to go down, and he's, you know, going to go, and of course, I'm trying to stall him, trying to stall him. You know, so we can go back with the group because I knew you guys were right around the corner. And uh, he got so impatient with me, man. I'm still trying to get my gloves on, trying to stall a little and shit. And all of a sudden he just goes, well, you can't get your fucking ass in here. I'm out of here. And boom, he's gone right out there, right by uh, UW Hospital. And now he's flying up, you know, rush hour, you know, after rush hour in downtown Madison. So I go tearing up behind him with the scoot. And uh, of course, he's lost right away. You know, his memory's starting to go. You know, it's, you know, sun's starting to go down. I watch him blow two red lights in front of two different cops right there in Madison. Of course, I blow the red lights to go and catch up with them. And the one cop just looked at me and I just go, I, I don't know. And he kind of shrugs. And I get him and I'm like, all right, I get up in front of him, I'm like, come on, follow me, follow me. And then we go back, you know, eight blocks or whatever back up to Park Street. And he's like, what the hell are you doing, motherfucker? I knew where I was going. I said, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm like, follow me. This is the way home. We're going this way. I swear that he'd still be up there trying to get the hell out of Madison. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was super stubborn, man. He was so yeah. super stubborn, man. He yeah. didn't. He didn't bow down to anybody. He didn't. You know. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't really follow anybody. You know, he wasn't the president except, of the club, except your but no told him what to do. <laughs> well, yeah, he'd follow you when he couldn't fucking see because you could just see the red fucking dot in front of him and just fucking stay behind that. Yeah. And if it got brighter, he just hit his brakes. But you know, nobody nobody told Pops what to do. No. You know. I used to fucking always joke around with people, you know, when they would kind of give him shit for being, you know, a million years old. I'd say, you know, back in the day, if 20 years ago, Pops wouldn't even talk to us because we wouldn't be fucking cool enough to talk to fucking Pops. Because that <laughs> motherfucker was kicking ass and taking names since the fucking 60s. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, I remember that one time he brought some old pictures down from the 
or brought some old pictures down to the clubhouse. We had a, a thing or whatever, and he was showing these old pictures, and he's all fucking, you know, Buff. big and curly and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked at him and go, dude, what the fuck happened, man? What just old, happened? Old he starts age. laughing. He goes, I don't know. <laughs> Got old. I'm like, yeah, man. Happens yeah. to all of us. <laughs> But well, uh, his uh, his get whip, get back whip is down here in Florida. Okay. For some reason, uh, animal ended up with it. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to collect that from him, and uh, I'll put it on my bike, and we'll uh, we'll ride it up into Daytona. So we get All a right. little little piece of history there with him. Oh yeah. And, and then well, I'll uh, then I'll give yeah. it. I'll pass it off to you, and you can bring it up north to the clubhouse. Yeah. Unless you want to put it on your bike, brother, president, you know, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me, but one of us should, one of us should have it on our, on our bikes. Yeah. It'll be somewhere. Yeah. One, one last bit. Maybe we can go whack a few strippers on the ass with it or something for him. He would have liked that. <laughs> Who knows? You know? Yeah. Well, but you know, it's, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's still fresh. It's still, you know, yeah. one of those things. One I mean, things, man. we wanted to do this for, for him because, I mean, I know a lot of people in the beginning knew who Pops was. They fucking, they liked his, you know, they liked his stories that he was telling on his, uh, you know, on his, on his, on his episode. I would say when we interview was an episode, we just let him talk. Yeah. I mean, he hated the government. He used to burn down fucking gas stations in Chicago. He fucking did it all. Used to steal motorcycles and then part them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Used to steal bikes. Used to fuck steal cars. Yeah. Yep. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, man. He's it is what uh, it is. he's gone, but he will never be forgotten. Never be forgotten. No. no. So I mean, so not to talk about you know, I'm gonna end this. You in are. A shitty way. Are, are well, we? you know what I mean. I'm gonna. <laughs> the last thing I've got to say is a shitty thing. Okay. You know, we all see these fucking guys on social media talking about how I would never ride with a club because nobody tells me what to do. I'm nobody tells me when to ride my motorcycle. You know, they uh, they're so they're so badass and independent. They could never be a part of anything at all because they're such free spirits. Guys like that have no fucking idea. You know. And I hear it from fucking chicks, too, because they, they don't understand any of this shit. And it's like, all right, whatever. You don't have to understand it because I don't give a fuck if you do or not. But Pops's vest will be on this fucking, on a wall. You know, I'm not going to say we're always going to have this clubhouse, but his vest will always be hung up on a wall. And sure, you can say, well, what difference does it make? Well, because that vest was worn by that man. He cherished that vest more than he did other things in life. And that vest was with him through good times and bad. It looks like hammered dog shit because, well, he put it through its paces. Yeah. It was in the rain. It was in the snow. It was in the fucking extreme heat. It did how many fucking thousands and thousands of fucking miles. I mean, and it will always be remembered. I collected it out of a hospital room when he was in the ICU. There's, there's his own blood on that vest. Yep, yep. You know, his patches have 
marks on him from dragging on the fucking interstate with his own blood embedded into the fucking fibers of those patches. And it will always be hung up and it will always be remembered. And, uh, you know, yeah, be that lone wolf rider trying to act the part of Billy Badass at the local fucking bar. Talk about how you'll never be a part of a fucking motorcycle club because you're not a follower. Well, nobody fucking fouled pop or nobody pops didn't foul anybody unless he couldn't fucking see at night. Nobody told pops what to fucking do. And yeah, you could buy a little fucking memorial patch when we get them and you can put them on your vest. You can talk about how you knew the guy, but his vest will always be in this clubhouse. Every member of this motorcycle club will know who the fuck he is, past, present, and future. That's right. So he'll never be forgotten. A special chapter for him. Yeah. He will never be forgotten. Yeah. That's just how it is. I agree. And that's why we do this shit. It's not for fucking glory. It's not for fucking trying to look like a badass at the fucking, you know, local fucking hangout or some rally or some shit. You do it because this shit should be eternal. I used to tell fucking people, you know, if you quit, I'm not going to like you that much. You know, I mean, I understand everybody, you know, at some point, maybe they got to quit or maybe they got to do their own thing. And I get it. But the F should stand forever. You know, the F always stands for forever. And when it comes to pops and when it comes with to Shane and chop, it's forever. You know, when they left this earth or they went to the next, whatever the fuck happens when you die, maybe nothing, maybe everything, who knows. They left being a full patch member, fucking flying colors and being proud and they will never be forgotten for that. Let's end it on that. Yeah. That ain't going to say our catchphrase. It's going to say rest in peace, brother. Yep. Rest in peace.